Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Red Hot Comic Book Movie News Shooting up your butthole The Weekly Planet, The Weekly Planet Welcome back everybody to another episode of The Weekly Planet Official podcast of comicbookmovie.com My name is James, editor at comicbookmovie.com With me as always my co-host, Nick Mason You bloody baboon! <laughs> the best line in any Planet of the Apes Absolutely. series. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've peaked at this point. We can probably quit now. Did you get a promotion? Oh, well, everybody got a promotion. Whoa. There's no junior editors or anything. They're, they've kind of done a bit of an overhaul with the editors, and now everybody's an editor. So there's nobody below you now? Uh, no. Well, you are, but... Oh. Oh, so I can be a junior editor now. <laughs> That's right. Oh. I can be the copy boy. Oh, imagine. Put my little cap on. <laughs> Fetching stuff. Yep. It'd be amazing. Amazing. Should we get straight into barely the news? Yeah, absolutely. We're going to call it that from now on. What? Are, yeah. That probably, was it, wasn't probably it? Probably the news. I don't probably know Probably the called. news. Somebody will know. Email in and remind us what the name of this segment is called. <laughs> That's right. Please do. Well, we got to talk the uh, the new Man of Steel suit, don't we, Mason? Well, we don't have any Shia LaBeouf news, so legally we're required no. to. Yep. Though, Ugh. he did go into rehab this week, uh, which is sad. But also good that he's getting some help. Absolutely. Because he's clearly losing his mind. Correct. So, good luck, LaBeouf. Yeah. Uh, We've always been on your side, and we always will be. <laughs> so, yeah, man. Man of Steel news. Yeah. Okay. What do you think? There's a new costume out. There is a new that's, costume, that's, that's sorry, yeah. Um, they released a Clark Kentish looking one. Well, it was Clark Kent earlier this week. Uh-huh. Without glasses. Just kind of like an old-fashioned kind of... Just Clark like, Kenting around? Yeah, he looked, it looked like a kind of a 1940s kind of journalisty kind of... So Christopher Reeve? Yeah, and, um, probably even more so. Like, is he wearing a waistcoat? Like more of a woolen kind of coat. Oh. You know, like they kind of wore... How did I miss this one? Is it because I don't pay attention to the comic book news at all? <laughs> And I wait Maybe. for you to tell me all the news? Is that the reason that Who I didn't knows? see this? I can yeah. show you. Hey, Please do. No. Okay. He's got no glasses in it, though. Mm. So I know you'll hate that. Your iPad still has the tappy tap noise oh, in sorry, it. I've got to take that thing off. Sorry. It's just you and my dad, whose <laughs> eye devices still make the tappy tap We've noise. We've got a Facebook group. Great. Here we go. I'll show you. Okay. That's, that's come out like shit. This is a really bad version of it, <laughs> but there you go. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. He's kind of like a journalist slash aviator kind yeah. of thing. Okay. Interesting. Sure. Because I know you've got thoughts on clothing and texture and fabric. I do. He's, he's wearing, what, where's the t-shirt from? I don't know. It's got a Circo logo on it. Don't care for that. What's a Circo? It's a security firm that own private prisons. Oh, really? Let's edit this out. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it'd be something fun. It's, it's not. It's fun. not. They're contributing to the military-industrial complex around the world. 
<laughs> well, Henry Cavill, you jerk. <laughs> but yeah, the suit, the Superman suit, though. Uh-huh, more yeah. importantly, I okay. guess. Um, yeah, what do you maybe think? it's my really, really old eyes, but I don't see that much of a difference. There's not. Between... You're right, though. There's not that much of a difference. I, d- I did a video on it on my YouTube channel slash uh-huh, yeah. Sunday fun times that's the one yeah but yeah there's some slight differences in the lines around the the kind of um the torso and yep. the and the wrists the right. coloring's a little different it's lighter probably it's, i think are it's they lighter. aiming because I, I think they'll probably need to there's going to be need to be more contrast between the bat suit and the superman Absolutely. suit and since the man of steel costume was quite dark they're yeah gonna, they're gonna lighten that baby up that's it probably big time mm. i don't think there's i don't think there'll be a logo on the back again because they, yeah, yeah. they don't do that they didn't mm. do that for superman returns either did they Who's to say, really? <laughs> they had logos everywhere else, though. He had them like, on the back of his heels. Back of his heels, in the little S. There yep. was lo- yeah, on the belt. Yep. Everywhere. So many S's. Shaved into the back of his head. Yep. <laughs> Just everywhere. Vanilla ice style. <laughs> that's it. He looks bigger as well. Even uh, bigger than he was. Yeah, I don't know whether that's... I'm imagining it. But they would can... have had to add, like, like extra, like, struts under his armpits. Yeah. And then, <laughs> then arrange more muscle around him. Because he was... To yeah. barrel that man in a oh, good way. Ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. In a, do you say in a good way? Yeah, in a good yeah. way. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're yeah. right. You're right. I guess they're, they're both kind of going for that hulking kind of superhero kind of uh-huh. kind of thing. Because a lot of people complain that people aren't as big as they look in the comics. Right. Like, I've heard that complaint about Magneto. Like, why isn't Magneto a giant muscular man like he is in the comics? Yeah. Because it'll look ridiculous. And also, it's Ian McKellen. And it's Ian McKellen. He's exactly. 70-something or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fassbender looks all right. Yeah, yeah. He probably does Pilates. Yeah. I don't know. Probably. It's one of those whiz-bang Hollywood, Hollywood fads That's sweeping it. the nation. That's it. Yeah. And uh, it looks like it's set in Gotham as well. Yes. Okay. So there'll be some crossover there. And, mm. and, 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 and This time Gotham's getting leveled completely. <laughs> yeah, people. there was a lot of people have photoshopped it as well. There's like one of Superman comforting sad Batman. That's pretty They're great. I've seen together. that one. Yeah, yeah, a few people uh-huh. have sent us that, so we appreciate that. So mm. yeah, look, I think it's a step in the same direction. Pretty much. I mean, there's there's very little... Like, the bat suit, there's a lot you can do. Yeah. You know, they can tweak it so you can move the neck and they can put in heaps of more gadgets yeah. and whatever. But Superman doesn't have any gadgets no, to work with. So. It's pretty much, like, slight design choices yeah, yeah. and whatever uh-huh. and colorings and that's, and that's it. Yeah, but yeah. check out my video, Mason, and I talk about the history of the suit. Ooh. But you probably know it, so yeah, it's don't worry like, about it. Yeah, it seems like a waste. <laughs> that's it. Do you but, talk about his hair? It's slick. Oh, back. I did. So, yeah, like, I, it's like um, the Kingdom Come It is like hair. the Kingdom Come uh, That yeah. could be the rain, though. Could be because it's raining. Yeah, yeah. Mm. but and I think that's a that's a very I, it's a design it's a choice. It's a design it's a choice. Deliberate. That's, yeah, it's mm. deliberate. Yeah, I yeah. Think of the word for deliberate. There you go. Well, we've all learned something. We sure have. So yeah, yeah. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Way up. Look forward to it in two years' time. Oh, thumbs down again. <laughs> Boo, God. I think we've nearly hit the two-year mark. Great. Oh, we may have already. I can't. No, it's May. I think we're past So it. two years, so down. It's less than two less years Less than now. two years. Oh, so yeah. good. If one of us were to die between now and then, who would it be? Uh, well, I had a lot of bad food, and you're always, like, threatening big people, like, on the street, <laughs> like, real angry, like, twitchy guys. So, I don't know. It's a, it's a mystery, isn't it, though? <laughs> we'll see. Roll the dice, I Roll guess. the dice. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's some more uh, Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice news, Mason. Great. It's good. Is it now, did they change it from versus to V, or yeah. has it always been V? Apparently, it's to, um, Zack Snyder said it to distinguish it from a straight versus movie. Right. Like, it implies other things going on, or whatever. Could have replaced the versus with an and, then, could Yeah, he? sure. Or a heart. Well, they did, that's Superman what they did hearts in the, Batman. In the yeah. hugging one, uh-huh. the hugging Photoshop thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Superman 4 Batman, <laughs> forever. 
I'd like that. Yeah, That'd be good. nice. But you know how there's been a lot of like uh, script reveals for this over yep. the past six months or so? Uh-huh. It's been said that Warner Brothers have deliberately leaked a script or a treatment that was written by Kevin Smith at Kevin Smith's request to like red herring the whole Interesting. Thing. Yeah, yeah. So are they, uh, has that entire script been leaked? Uh, yes, but... Uh, yes... But like Warner Brothers keep pulling it down from website websites oh, I and whatever. See, right. So look, I, people throw out red herrings before. It happens all the time. I don't think I've ever heard of it for like a whole treatment though. Right, right. Before, but if you're gonna do it on a on a movie, yeah, I guess this would be the one to do it on. True. Where did did Kevin Smith? So he wrote this whole thing. Well, the story. I think it's just a treatment. But I think the story was Zack Snyder showed Kevin Smith the 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 outline or whatever, and Kevin oh. Smith said, "Listen, I'll write a." slightly different version of this uh-huh. and we'll leak it on purpose and then and then whatever so what yeah. i think might be interesting here is what if in when it's finally released in the next hundred years <laughs> when it finally comes out what if the treatment that kevin smith wrote is more entertaining than the movie we get okay that's, yeah, a, da- yeah. that's a danger right sure well mm. that, his version of the superman lives is fairly entertaining it is isn't it yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's much better than superman returns yeah just FYI. Big time. Mm. But yeah, look, I, I like Kevin Smith. Giant not, Spider. Giant Spider. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, at least we got the Giant Spider in the end. Yeah, true. Eight-legged freaks. You seen it? Nah. It's not good. Not great. Nah. Nah, it's exactly what you think it is. Fantastic. I've said this before. I like Kevin Smith, but he's, he's to me, he's more of a fan who observes things than I don't want him directly involved in this stuff. Mm. I think in the 90s, maybe, because he did have some fresh ideas then for yep. comic books and everything, but I think you've got a lot of better writers than that coming up from from uh-huh. that point. Nothing against him, but I think he's way too close to DC and he loves them too much. Right, that yeah. That he's crippled by his fandom. That makes... that probably yeah. Yeah, and that, and that I know that sounds like I'm having a go at him. And I am. Yeah. But I like him. I do like him, but mm. I'd rather him not be involved. I would, like... I wouldn't... I would be happy for him to take a pass at the script and, like, put in some jokes or whatever. Sure. Or, you yeah, know, yeah. punch up the dialogue yeah. a bit or something like I that. I like his movies. I haven't seen Red State. Yeah, but I've heard that's good. Yeah. Uh, but I would not want him to write the script as a whole. No. Like, I don't want him to plot it. No. Yeah. I even, like, you even... read Batman Cacophony. Yeah, boy, did I. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if he, if he, even, even scenes, he could write individual scenes, yeah. like, you know, p- scenes in the press pool or whatever, that'd be sure. fun. But yeah, the yeah. whole, the plot, no, no, thank you. Do you want a Daredevil style cameo from Kevin Smith, like in the movie Daredevil? Yeah. He was all right in that. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, he was like, check this out. I'm excited by things. Dude. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. He's a 90s guy, isn't he? Absolutely. (laughs) Good for him. More Kevin Smith. I saw a guy was walking down the street and I saw a guy who was dressed exactly like Silent Bob. (laughs) Intentional? I don't know. It's tough to say. Yeah. Because there are a lot of Silent Bob types out there. There are, aren't there? Shout out to any Silent Bob types listening. Hello. Email us. (laughs) With just an an empty email. Yeah. He's silent. (laughs) Um, Kevin Smith also, in more Kevin Smith news, Great. he visited the set of Star Wars. Oh, and he talked about it for 10 minutes or something. Yeah, yeah I didn't watch it all. I no, kind of okay. read the excerpts from it. Yeah. But he said it's very, very tactile and very real and real sets and explosions. And uh-huh. he went inside the Millennium Falcon and Ooh. and he posted this picture of himself to uh, Instagram where he's crying huh. from his fandom so much. This is what I'm talking about <laughs> yeah, with yeah, the yeah, fandom. Yeah. This is uh-huh. what I'm talking about. He's too close he's to He's way everything. too close yeah. to everything. Yeah, yeah. 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 Again, like him, but he's like to me, he's a super fan about this stuff more than yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah. I mean that 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 bodes well. But what would I, it take for you to cry over a Star Wars film? Nothing. There is like, nothing. That no, could but happen. you're on set and it's being filmed. What if 
What if like if Harrison um, Ford gave me his vest and said, "Here you go, kid. You're up." That I and then you put it on, and then like a little kid dresses C-3PO, punch you in the nuts. <laughs> yeah, oh, would that do it, right? I'm not even saying to be be in the movie. Just mm. give me your vest, Ooh. old man. Yeah, nice. <laughs> oh, you're bashed. Nah, nothing. There's nothing. You? No, absolutely. Yeah, not. yeah. Well, yeah. Kevin Smith. He, he's. I know he likes the prequels as well, uh-huh. from the perspective of George Lucas made the exact movies that he wanted to make, and I cannot argue with that, because he did. Yeah. Like, he, he barreled through that uh-huh. criticism and hate to make what he wanted. But he then, yeah, he said that th- these ones are looking really good and really okay. on track, right. so great, whatever. 2015, Mason. Are you going to see those day of, like opening day? Yeah, definitely. Okay, well, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, you? I kind of, well, I'm sure I will. Yeah. But, you know... The 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 part of me that's like holding holding out, mm. which will you know that that I will immediately fold. Yeah, <laughs> on wants to I the the one part of me says I'm not going to see these films until I see multiple reviews that from like really cynical sources. Yeah. that say this is a return to form in the way that the prequels weren't. Kevin Smith. Kevin. Smith. <laughs> oh, he got me again. <laughs> Too close to the fandom. <laughs> Yeah, I'll probably see him opening day. Yeah, yeah, cool, cool. I'm not an idiot. No. But in many ways, I am an idiot. <laughs> yes, that's right. So, yeah, there you go. More, some slightly more Star Wars New Mason. Okay. News Mason. Yep. They had uh, 67,000 applicants applied for some Star Wars roles, two roles in particular. Uh-huh. And um, so, they, they two people were chosen. Mm-hmm. Unknown Was actors. Was it us? No, no. We're unknown actors. I know. I mean, we don't act. No. And we're un- But we are unknown. Yeah. Maybe it's unknown to ourselves that we're actors. Tell you what, we'll pause here. We'll just we'll just keep refreshing our email and just see if it's us. Yeah. Okay. Who is it really? Uh, well, uh, the names aren't important. I didn't even write them down. Great. But I'm sure they'll become household names soon. But one of them is a parkour expert. Oh, <laughs> is that why they it. got chosen? I think it's so. Better not be. It wasn't said, but why would you choose a parkour guy mm. unless he's like, I don't know, an amazing actor somehow as well, yep. which doesn't exist. Correct. But I've got here. I know I don't like to pre-plan any jokes, but hey, Abrams, 2006 called. They want their bloody parkour sequence back in a movie for no reason. Fantastic. <laughs> no, that's pretty solid work. Yeah. I wish I didn't pre-plan it. I wish I had just thought of that. Yeah, yeah. Because when I thought of it, I went, I'll say that. But then when you repeat it, not as good. Is the other actor like real good on rollerblades or something? <laughs> real good at street hockey. Street hockey, yeah, yeah, yeah. So look, I hope there's not a parkour sequence, but it sounds like there's going to be a parkour sequence. But why even? What? I don't know. How are they going to... Because maybe Jedi can always Jedi... leap. Yeah. I guess maybe if he's non-powered, like if he's not a Jedi, yeah. maybe it would be impressive. But even if he, he is... Parkour through say some... he even is a Jedi though, right? Yes. It's better to see a guy actually do flips and somersaults than do CGI flips and somersaults. Correct, that is true. So from that perspective, it's if it's just like an extended parkour chase sequence, uh-huh. don't need it. Don't right. want it. Don't need it. Bond was good though. It's pretty good, right? Yep, <laughs> yeah, solid. <laughs> All right. Mason. Yes. Planet Hulk is alluded at, apparently, in the Guardians of the Galaxy movie because it's got the inclusion of the Sakurans. Oh, yeah. Okay. Which are from the planet Sakuran. I don't yep. know. Whatever it's from. Where Planet Hulk takes place. Uh-huh, yeah. Um, and it's also rumored the Avengers 2 leads into a Planet Hulk and there's going to be a Guardians of the Galaxy slash Planet Hulk movie kind of like wedged together. Interesting. Okay. This is all rumors. Right, right, right. The Sakurans or whatever they're called are definitely in Guardians of the Galaxy. So that's okay, confirmed, yeah. but the Avengers thing, um, not so much. I think if you're going to do a Hulk solo movie, that's how you do it. You team him up with another space crew because presumably this Guardians of the Galaxy will be really successful. Yeah, yeah. They don't want to. They don't want to 
bank on just another Hulk solo movie again. Right. Even though he worked well in the Avengers. So why uh-huh. not team him up with like Space Avengers? Yeah, yeah. Or not. Maybe, okay. What do you think? Maybe... Oh, there's got to be like a plucky team of... No, actually, that's the, that's the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, team them up. That's fine. Sure. Yeah. All right. Do you care for the Planet Hulk movie, if it happens or not? I would like to see that, yeah. Me too. Okay. I want to see more Bruce Banner if they do it, because it's but just he's, Hulk. He's pretty, yeah, he's pretty much never Bruce Banner in the yeah, Planet Hulk I don't think he is at all, yeah, yeah. in memory. Hmm. But I'd, yeah, but sure, have him, I want to see some rough. We though. would... I kind of feel if it's a Planet Hulk film... They're gonna have to make him more intelligent at some point. Yes, because he's gonna have to. He's gonna have to start talking. I yeah, mean, he speaks once because he like Avengers leads right? a rebellion. And, yeah, yeah, and exactly. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Mm. Got to find that level. Yeah, he's got some form of intelligence that's shown in the Avengers, sort of. I mean, he knows who to lash out at. Yeah, correct. At that's end, true. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Because that's all you need. Yeah, mm-hmm. there you go, Mason. That's the news for this week. That's rarely sometimes the news. What's the news? What's the news, Mr. Wolf? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're calling it. There Done. we go. Cool. Now, Mason, yes. we finally uh, did our X-Men First Class commentary earlier this did, week, didn't yeah. we? We did, yeah. Some people have already downloaded it. Ooh. We really appreciate that. Cause we haven't even, thank you. Oh, I didn't put it on Twitter. I'm presuming you didn't put it on Twitter or anything. What's Twitter? Don't, don't worry about it. Okay, cool. Thanks. <laughs> you missed the boat. So, yeah, if you go to theweeklyplanet.bandcamp.com, it's right there. Commentary on X Men First Class. Yeah. Absolutely. It's it's it's. There's a syncing up issue about half an hour before it ends because my laptop died, <laughs> so I didn't plug it in because I'm an idiot. You mean our recording studio? Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Recording <laughs> studio caught fire. We bravely got everyone out we did. and we put out the fire ourselves. Producer was killed. Yeah, but you know, it's good. It's fine. We didn't need you anyway, Quincy Jones. <laughs> So yeah, that is my most contemporary producer reference. <laughs> okay, right. It's what I went to. Not go, could have gone with could have gone with Kanye West. Didn't nah, yeah, yeah. forget it. Yeah. If you want to check it out, please do. If you even if you want to, um, you can download it for free, rip mm. it for free, play it for free. But I think it's the minimum for downloaded is a dollar. But there's ways around it if you want. It. We don't care if you get it for free. Exactly. But if you want to contribute to the show, it helps. Basically, it just pays for this show. Doesn't pays it? for our studio time. Yeah. <laughs> pays for Quincy <laughs> Jones's funeral. <laughs> All of that. So, that yeah, stuff. if you want to contribute, do. If not, don't. It's mm. absolutely fine. We yeah. appreciate regardless of everybody who listens, even if you hate us. Yeah, especially <laughs> if you do. Because you'd really have to be fighting your you way through, through to get to two hours watching a film with us just yammering over the top. <laughs> That's it. I really appreciate that. We do. Haters, thanks for listening. <laughs> so, Mason. Yes. This week. Yes. Um, the release of Dawn of the Planet of the Apes is happening. Mm. I'm seeing it on Wednesday morning, which will, I think is Tuesday in the US or whatever. Yeah. So I'll try and get a review up Wednesday or Tuesday night for if you're in the Northern Hemisphere. Yet another review that people don't believe you... <laughs> for a movie people that believe you haven't seen. That's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm excited for it because what a heritage the Planet of the Apes franchise has had. Do you agree? I'm making that... that- Hand wavy motion where I'm like, yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, let's go through them. Okay, cool. But not really. Yeah, just the big, just the biggies. Just the big ones. Well, I thought you've got your three eras. You've got uh, the original. Yep. You've got your Tim Burton reboot, and Correct. you've got your re reboot from 2011. Uh-huh. We'll talk a bit about the sequels and the TV reboot. shows, three reboot, and whatnot. But we'll hit on those those three major eras of Planet of the Apes uh-huh. because they're the ones that people remember. Yeah. Not so much the Tim Burton one, but. Okay, all right. But to remember, I mean. Yeah, yeah, people, okay, yeah. I think remember, the, it doesn't matter. We'll talk <laughs> about it, Mason. People remember different things. Different <laughs> people remember different things. <laughs> that That's what know. life's all about. <laughs> 
Now, uh, so we're obviously going to give them best or worst movie ever. Okay. You cool with that? Yes. Absolutely. So, yeah. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. When picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices. Oh, this piece of Mother or sales. I definitely prefer, don't you? Because that's a sound you'll hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that's supercharging your selling wherever you sell, online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Step up to Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. For example, Ruggable, Nix, Magnolia, Cotton, and so many more. Now you're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache. The Shopify app store has the migration apps that you need to migrate your products, orders, customers, and more from every e-commerce platform to Shopify. And maybe you're one of those people who are like, hey, don't put me in a box. I don't want to be in this box, either metaphorically or for real. Thankfully, Shopify never will, because with Shopify, you can control your brand and business from your storefront look to your back office operations. You know what's really annoying when you're checking out from an online store and you have to put in all your payment details and all sorts of numbers and letters and whatnot? Well, with the Shopify store, they actually remember my shipping address or your shipping address if you were using yours, plus the payment information. So say if I'm on the couch and my wallet is in the kitchen, I didn't even have to get up, which is my favorite thing. Stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow, and run their business. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash weeklyplanet, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash weeklyplanet. Shopify.com slash weeklyplanet. Cha-ching sound effect. You've probably heard this, or maybe you've even experienced it. A business gets to a certain size and then the cracks start to emerge. Things that used to take like a day and now taking a week. There's too many manual processes just grinding away and you don't have that one source of truth. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 37,025, 37,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and a whole lot more. 25. 
NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less. Close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One, because your business is one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs, key performance indicators, in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need to grow all in one place. NetSuite allows you to have the power of all the information in one place to help you make more effective decisions as quickly as possible so you can keep moving, keep building, keep growing, or have more time off, whatever it is that you're looking to do. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. That's netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet to get your own KPI checklist. netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. Um, Planet of the Apes, 1968. Ah, oh, heady Old times. Chuck Heston. Yeah. Charlie Heston. Charlie he- Hesty. I've just got here. It's pretty weird, isn't it? It's very <laughs> odd. Yeah, exactly. But can I Do ask you want to go a through question? the story? For- I'll go. Sorry. Well, uh, Planet of the Apes has a twist ending. It's probably the oh, most... Oh, spoilers, by the way. Yeah, everybody. there's so many. Yeah. yeah. If you haven't seen... Look, it... At this point, if you haven't seen Planet of the Apes and you don't know the, you will you know the twist anyway because you've seen The Simpsons, you've seen every, that episode <laughs> of The Simpsons with the musical, you've seen like every every everything about movies has made a reference to that. Like, yep. there's so many homages in other media that yep. there's no way to avoid it. No. Have my question for you is: Did you see that film before you knew about the spoil about the twist, or did you hear know the twist? And I'm pretty sure I knew the twist going in. Okay, you? right. I, well, I saw it when I was like 12, maybe. Okay. It was like on a midday yeah. midday movie or whatever. Sure. And I'm, I didn't, I hadn't heard there was a twist, but I didn't really think there was a twist. Like, because, like I know what happened, like it happens at the end, he sees the Statue of Liberty and he breaks down in tears. Yeah. And I thought, well, maybe, yeah. Don't he's, know this, this he's yelling. He's yelling. yelling. <laughs> we'll get to that. But I thought maybe I'd missed some other significance to do with the Statue of Liberty. Because the whole way through the film, I'm like, yeah, he's in the future. Yep, because he says he's in the future. Yeah. Should we break down the story? For Let's those break who down the story. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So basically, th- three astronauts arrive on what they think is a far distant Four. planet. Four. Well, sorry. Three and a dead. Three lady. and a dead lady arrive. <laughs> who is? Who? As, as I understand it, not credited in the film. She really? Doesn't, she doesn't get like not even dead as, lady. Yeah, not as dead lady. <laughs> nothing. She's just, like you can find out who it is if you go to Wikipedia yeah. or whatever, but she's not in the credits of the film. Oh wow! There you yeah. go. So basically, they arrive on this future planet in the hopes of recolonizing and exploring. And there's something like, it turns out that they're like, it's only 2,000 years in the future. So I don't know how all this have happened or how they went through time and space and then managed to get turned around and come back to Earth. Because uh-huh. they think they're at this other star system. Right. And so they crash down there. They assume it's a barren, dead planet. They eventually find signs of life in like um, primitive humans. And they uh-huh. think, sweet, we're going to run this place. Yeah, yeah. Look at all these women we can bang. <laughs> Which is a running theme in this movie. It is a bit. <laughs> oh, I've betted so many women. So many. Oh. My li- that's Charlton Heston again. That's it. And that's what they brought the woman on the spaceship for. Yeah, they were yeah. like, we're going to restart the Earth. Three guys and this girl. Yeah, yeah. So we're just going to... I don't know how that even works. Right. Not important, I guess. No. But it's kind of important. Yeah. Um, and women. <laughs> that's it. It's probably with the key there. And anyway, so it turns out that that planet is ruled by apes. Mm. So they're captured... Two of them are taken out for whatever reasons. Chuck Heston gets his voice box damaged. They think he's just a primitive human, but it turns out they're, they're all surprised when he begins to talk and they realise that... And oh, they sing. And oh, sing. I'm, thinking of a diff- I'm thinking of something else. <laughs> and that he's uh, 
that he's this intelligent human being, which the kind of the upper class kind of society don't believe to exist. And you've got your kind of your doctors upper and class scientists. and weirdly religious. Yeah, and weirdly religious. Yeah, mm. even though actually they know humans are intelligent or they can be, but they they know them to be dangerous, so right. they kind of suppress all that. And he's has to prove that he's intelligent and escape and get away. And then he finds out that it's actually Earth. And he has a weird breakdown. He sure does. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's pretty great. Is I it? Mean, can we... well, see, my, my, my question, because I had always, I went through the film mm. going, oh, of course, he's in, the, he's in the future of Earth. Yeah. Because... Why else would there be apes and humans? Apes and, and humans, but also all the apes speak English <laughs> and read and write in English. Like, he writes to them. Like, and, it, and it's not like, it's not like... You know, they have a sequence of symbols to represent their writing. Yeah. And then he figures that, that, that out and then he can communicate that way. And yeah. they go, oh, he understands language. They're sure. like, where did you learn that? And he's like, I went to the University of blah, blah, blah. And they're like, oh, University of... Right. <laughs> he just writes. He's writing in English. <laughs> and then they find they find the doll yep. that can talk yep. in English. Yep. <laughs> Where'd that come from? We're not in another star system. We're on Earth. Obviously. You make a really valid point. And then at the end, I'm like, oh, maybe... Maybe he took his family to Statue of Liberty and it's just come back to him and now he'd like, maybe I missed oh, okay. that scene. So you overthought it. Yeah, that's I guess what I happens did. Yeah. Here. Yeah, yeah. But I think that's from a time when you couldn't put all that stuff in. Like, if you, if you release this movie now, people will be like, not like you just said yeah, then. Yeah. I just let all that pass because right. it's from 1968. Right. But there are clearly holes yeah, yeah, in this I guess movie. So, yeah. Also, and I think this, this is probably the biggest hole in the movie, is that he does have that breakdown at the end. Yeah. But at the start, he's just in his—he's just in the spaceship, just smoking a cigar. Like, hey, seven hundred years have passed since you know, blah blah blah. It's, who know, cares? Who cares? Like, <laughs> clearly, men who are prepared to leave Earth yeah. forever, like leave everyone they know and all the society, they know that hundreds. When they, if in the event that they do come back, all of society is going to change. They may not even be able to understand those people. Yeah. You don't have that much of an attack uh, attraction You're right. to Earth. You'd right? just be like, "Huh, that's a." Thing, I guess isn't that it? happened. Yeah. <laughs> also, this is, and I, I wrote this down because I, I rewatched a little snippet of it. Sure. Um, at one point, Charlton Heston says to one of his one of his men, he goes, he's, he's talking about the time dilation and the blah blah blah, and he's like, "Time has wiped out everything you ever knew." And the other guy's a little bit incredulous, and he's like, "Prove it." <laughs> You're an out. You got. How did you get here? <laughs> Like, were you tricked onto the spaceship? Surely they would have briefed you about what was going to happen before you got, you became this. Just look at the clock on the just spaceship. Look, just look at the spaceship clock. Exactly. Like, did he think they were just going to go for a jaunt and they got in and they, they took off and he's like, oh, actually, we're going to be thousands of years that way. Everyone you know is going to be dead by the time yeah. you come back. Like, why is he surprised? Good point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's, it's fun and dumb though. It is. Oh, it's very fun and dumb. I wouldn't even know if, I wouldn't even say. I couldn't really wholeheartedly recommend it because it's so weird and so dated. Right. You really got to have a love for that kind of thing uh-huh. to appreciate it. Yeah. Otherwise, you'd just be like, this is ridiculous. Mm. And it is. And also, I, we've talked about this before, I'm sure. It's from that era of acting where there is no acting. Yes. It's just you stay, men 
shouting at each yeah, other. It's just being what stern. you do if you want to be if you want to if you want to get lauded for your acting. If you want people to say how great, what amazing acting you had, you stay stoic for a long time and you just talk casually. And then at some point you just explode and you start yelling about how things are unfair and how everything's ruined. And then people are like, such great acting. I know, right? So good. I put Charlton Heston in the same uh, category as like John Wayne, right? Yep. Where g- good screen presences, uh-huh. not they're not actors. No. They're just being themselves. They're just saying lines yep. and yelling. Sometimes and they're And being drunk. stoic. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes they're drunk. They're kind of 55. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like... For forty years, right. like I don't... that's true. I have no idea how old these people are. It's bizarre, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. like they could be in their forties. They could be thirty-two. Yeah, but they don't look that. No, they Who's don't. He looks real weathered. Yeah, look, I, I got to say though, I still find that bit quite like there are some good stuff. There's some good ideas in this yeah, movie, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I love the bit where the apes turn up. Even though I know it's coming, it's quite startling mm-hmm. when you first see the ape makeup because the ape makeup, would you say? It holds up for what it is. Yeah, it definitely There's holds up. There's some movement. I was going to say, there is some movement. They don't really look like they're talking. Like, no. They don't, they don't look like they're talking. No. But, like, it, you get the gist of it. It's good enough. The stat, if you look at it sort of in stills and stuff like that, if you just look at them in action sequences, it does look quite good. Yep, absolutely. For 1968. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. They, they said at the time, they put out like a press release, said, we spent a million dollars on the makeup. It was like a $5 million movie. Yeah, Turns yeah. out it was a little bit less than that, but a million dollars sounds better than $800,000. Yeah. yeah. The, the budget obviously decreases on the, on the, on the following movies. But, uh-huh. but yeah, also the, I read things like some of the actors in the ape makeup, like they went to the zoo and they studied apes and their movements or whatever. Maybe it's just me, but I didn't see any of that. Absolutely they just look not, like no. people talking who have ape masks yeah, on. Yeah. In fact, there's like a, there's like a lot of sequences where, Charlton Heston is like running around on on rocky outcroppings or whatever, and he'll leap across a like a, a, a crevasse or whatever. Yeah, and then some of the apes will jump past, and I'm like, Charlton Heston looked more monkey like in that leap. <laughs> like he had a quite an elegant leap, like a because he's like pretty an, rangy. Yeah, like a like... like a rangy animalistic kind of leap. Yeah, and the other sort of leapt, just sort of clambered over, like. <laughs> They're, no, yeah, not at you're all. right. Yeah, but I mean, maybe they've evolved to the point where they're more human-like. I don't know. I still don't understand how monkeys can evolve for two thousand years back to talking or to talking. But I guess they—that's implied nuclear war. May yep, have had something maybe to do with that. Brilliant. I guess yeah. it's not—it's not really mm-hmm. made clear. I got to say though, the world that they built is quite interesting. Like it looks lived in. It looks real. Yep. Some of the inside sets, not so much. Uh-huh. But it looks like the smooth stone kind of buildings and yep. the jungle and the beach or whatever. They're all real locations, a lot of it. Uh-huh. And it looks pretty good. Yeah. Action sequences, not so much. Well, it's the it's 60. Yeah, but I mean, it, it was, you know, the act, the pre, pre, again, pre Matrix action sequences. Do very like the, pre. But sure. like where, you know, it'll be a shot of Charlton Heston. Like, just a one-shot of him, and he's firing a rifle. Then it'll cut to a gorilla, and he's clutching his chest because he's been <laughs> shot. And then it cuts to another gorilla, and he's firing a rifle. And it cuts to one shot of Charlton Heston, and he's dodging a bullet or whatever. Like, Very you have no slow. idea what's going on. Yeah, Very yeah. slow, yeah. That's and there's a, of, there's a lot of anticlimactic action. Yes. Where, like, Charlton Heston will be like, Oh, you bloody... You know, the classic, You bloody baba, And then he runs. He'll run to... Aggra- and. And instead of there being some sort of explosive fight sequence, like two guys will just grab his They'll arms. They'll throw a net on him. They'll throw a net on him. Yeah, <laughs> throw a net exactly, on him. Yeah. That's my favourite line. You cut out his brain, you bloody baboon. baboon. Yep. Brilliant. Uh, yeah, yeah. So good. Now, so-, so that's your favourite, even more so than 
get your stinking pills Absolutely. off. Absolutely, because it's so funny because he does like a little <laughs> run at him. Yep. Okay. Yeah. It's it's so good. Okay. Good. Point. Um, if you haven't watched it, people listening, I've, there's a clip of that in my All About Planet of the Apes video. Oh. So if you want a breakdown of that, mm. um, like visually, yeah, watch it before that. the estate of Charlton Heston takes <laughs> it down. Yeah. Wait, is he dead? Doesn't. Yeah, he is. He's okay, dead. Great. Yeah, yeah. Throw him on the pile with Buzz Aldrin. <laughs> He's not dead. I was gonna say, no, he's, he's very much alive. So yeah, I've got hilarious moments. The cut out the brain bit, love it. The Heston just acting his ass off the whole Great. way through. As best he can. Just like, I love it, because you, you can tell me about rifles. He's like smoking cigars on the spaceship. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, he's not fit, like, at all. See, I don't know, but I think he's... He's normal man fit. He looks like he's played some tennis. That's what yeah, it looks like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're right, he's normal man fit, you're right. Yeah. He's not... Those guys in Twilight, those werewolves in Twilight no. fit. Yeah, yeah. That, that's crazy. And the sexism is is pretty hilarious. Okay, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's it touched on some issues that, you know, you couldn't really properly make a movie about at the time. Like, you've got your, um, you know, like slavery. Although, not that there weren't movies about these, but like religious dogma clashing yeah. with, you know, scientific advancement. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, evolution and all these other things kind of... Yeah. And nuclear war. Like, yeah, yeah, it I touches so. on a lot of themes. Like, like a blunt... Acts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, but it, but it, but it does. Yeah, so it's, yeah, yeah. to be commended for that. I mean, that. There, there are, you know, the, the, like, Dr. Zayas is like the, the sort of the main villain character. He's quite, yeah. he's quite willfully ignorant over, like, yeah. Charles Hesson's intelligence. Like, Charles, like, he's like, what's the number one creed of the ape people? And he's, <laughs> and Charles Hesson's like, I don't know your culture. What do you, <laughs> ask me to do anything else? Look, we're having a conversation. Yeah. And then Zayas is like, he clearly is an animal. He doesn't know anything. I'm, sorry I'm right to, here. Yeah. I'm right here. I'm talking to you. Trying to get a bloody monkey university or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you prick. Yeah. But yeah, um, I don't know. It's, I have to say best movie ever because I, I can't not. It took leaps and bounds in some directions. I don't know what directions. Oh, uh, sure. <laughs> but I really enjoy it. Um, I'm going to go with worst movie ever because there was too much pleather in it. I there found. was a lot of pleather in it. A lot of brown pleather. I didn't yeah, like yeah. it. Yeah. Did you like the bit where Charlton Heston was in the net hanging upside down? That was pretty good. Did yeah. you like the bit where he I like the bit where all the, all, the, um, all the astronauts were nude for no reason. Just hanging out <laughs> yeah. in the nude. <laughs> that was pretty good. But yeah, worst movie ever. Yeah, yeah. Some iconic lines, some iconic moments. Correct. Well, before we get on to the Tim... How many, like, collectively, how many iconic moments? Okay, like, you've got the like Statue of Liberty. three minutes worth. Yep. You got the... I'm going to say three minutes. Okay, fair enough. I love the bit where the guy puts the little American flag out. Yep. And Charlton Heston has that big, booming, dubbed laugh. Right, And right. it's clearly dubbed because his mouth... It's like, insane. It, it's so insane. It's insane. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He is insane in yep. the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty great. Okay, good. Good old Chuck Heston. Good old, good old Chucky H. Good old gun control Chuck Heston. <laughs> So, yeah, well, there was no Planet of the Apes movie in 1969, Mason, because they were prepping for the sequels to come in 1970, 71, 72, and 73. Wow. So, have you seen any of these? I think that I saw... I think when I was a kid, there was a run of, like, midday movies, which okay. are generally quite cheap or low-budget, low low-quality films. Sure. And I think... It was Planet of the Apes and then all the sequels. But the only one that's made any impact is the first one. I don't... I um, mean... Beneath the... Oh, the, fir- the very first Planet of the Apes. None of the sequels, no. Fair enough, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so hit me with... Sure. Well, I've only seen bits of these because I'm just like, I'm not watching all of these. Right. Though people... Uh, there are people who are big fans of them and some are better than others. Uh-huh. None of them, I think, measure up to the, the first one uh-huh. in terms of Does the insanity. sequel feature 
a guy who was clearly yes. mo- supposed to be Charlton Heston. No, but- no. So what basically happens, it's called Beneath the Planet of the Apes. And a guy crash lands on his own uh-huh. on the same planet at the same time looking for Charlton Heston. Oh, I see. How did that happen twice? I do not know. And they and they knew on that spaceship, they're like, we're sending you into the future, we'll never see you again. But yet they send a guy after him, like, what happened to him? You fucking shot him into the future! <laughs> That's what happened to him! Yeah. So anyway, this guy turns up who looks exactly like Charlton Heston. Right. And he runs into Charlton Heston at, at one point, because he, he is looking for them. Charlton Heston agreed to do it as long as... He had minimal screen time and he wanted to die. Oh, and he dies at the end. Yeah, right? well, that's, at the very start, he goes missing in the Forbidden Zone. Uh-huh. And then it's the the girl from the Planet of the Apes. I can't remember her name. Her name's Linda. Nova. Nova, sorry, yeah. Yep. I think her actress's name is Linda something. Who cares? Irrelevant. No, I'll look it up. Banging the producer at the time, though. That makes sense. So, yeah, that was a that was a, a big Hollywood moment. Linda Harrison, you're That's right. the one, sorry, mm-hmm. yeah. She's also in the 2001 version. So, basically, there's... These humans living underground uh-huh. who have been who worship a nuclear weapon and they've been all scarred. Oh, I do remember that. Yeah. Yes, okay. They've yep. been all deformed, like melted from the radiation. So they've yep. got fake rubber faces that they pull off and they worship this bomb and they're like telepathic and uh-huh, they can yep. like get into your mind and like be like. You okay, know, like I do a, remember this one. Yeah. Yes, okay. You know like, that that 1970s sound effect. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe just like as like a zoom in on their face yeah, while it out. happens. In and out, yeah, in and yeah. out. Yeah. And then maybe you'll just it'll cut to Charlton Heston like clutching his head <laughs> and the camera shakes a bit and he's like, oh, my mind <laughs> Yeah. That's exactly it. Yeah. So basically the apes come up against the telepathic humans. Uh huh. Um and a battle for the ages. Indeed. A classic draw card. <laughs> And it ends with Charlton Heston. Charlton Heston demanded this to be part of it or suggested it and ended up coming through that he detonated the nuclear weapon after the guy... I can't remember the other... Let's, the other Charlton Heston 2 gets shot. Sure, I yeah. don't know what his name is. Uh-huh. And then Charlton Heston 1 detonates the nuclear bomb, bomb, explodes the planet. Great. And that's the end. Yeah. And the idea was behind it, Charlton Heston said, I want to make sure there's no more sequels to this. <laughs> so I'm going to kill myself and, and everybody everyone, else. Yeah, great. So, yeah, and that's how that's basically how it ends. Literally, what he has forgotten is that in science fiction, especially poor quality, low budget science fiction, you can do anything you want. That's right. Ain't no Charlton Heston can stop you from making a dumb sequel. <laughs> what was I going to say? Yeah, that, no, sorry, this budget was, the budget for the first was like five million, this million, this one was three. Uh-huh. And it's clearly evident in a lot of the times where you'll see the apes in the background just have like rubber masks. Right, right. Because in the first one, they made up like everybody yep. like properly. But um, that this that was in the day where you, instead of throwing more money to sequel what they do now, they're just like, do the same thing, but with less money. Right, Because yeah. we know this isn't going to make us enough, much money. And they yeah. didn't. It's the law of... They diminish every, every well, time. Well, that's, that's how the Superman movies went. Yeah. Like for... Is a lot cheaper looking than no, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. There's no budget in that movie, Correct, as far yeah. as I'm aware. Is that right? Yeah, it was a zero budget film. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Still better than three. I don't care what anyone no, says. So yeah, look, I, I I guess we'll rate these at the end. Okay, but as oh, a collectively, bunch, yeah, sure. sure. Yeah. Okay. The next one was Escape from the Planet of the Apes. Where yeah. do you remember the two scientists who um help him out? Cornelius and the other one. Yeah. Yes. Uh... Can't remember. Doesn't, Doesn't matter. matter. Yeah. We've got some big fans of these who listen to the show, so uh-huh. I'm sorry if we're not getting every... Uh... I'm not sorry at all. <laughs> I hope you're filled with rage and send us angry emails. So off-screen, during the events of Beneath the Planet, Planet of the, the Apes, Apes yep. they managed to acquire the spaceship that I can't remember that Charlton Heston 1 or 2 arrived on. I can't uh-huh. remember. Maybe and it's they... a combination of the two. Sure. They mm-hmm. fashioned it together and they jettisoned back to like 1970s Earth. Uh-huh. 
So they arrive and the movie starts with they land and they take off the helmets and it's their monkeys. In complete defiance of any kind of physics <laughs> or time travel. Because it's been bulletproof up until this yeah, point. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> and but I mean if you go if it's time dilation, yeah. like that's not gonna work. Doesn't work. Doesn't no, work at all, it, right? But but the way But, but the I way, guess if there's like a time hole. They said nuclear the nuclear blast of the earth exploding did it. Somehow. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense then. Now you so, it. so it is the time hole theory. It's the time it just hole. Went into a, right, right up the, a time hole. Right up there. Okay, shooting great. up a time hole. Great. So, and then they're, they're celebrities, basically, because uh-huh. they're like, oh my God, you're talking apes and whatever. And it's kind of, it's a bit like a reversal of the, the first one. Uh-huh, yeah. But they're, they're media darlings at first, and then they get turned on because they find that apes eventually take over and the fate of the planet and blah, blah, uh-huh. blah. So they eventually have a have a baby, which they swap. Probably could have kept that detail quiet. That hey, eventually we take over and we kill you all, it's <laughs> kill and enslave you all. Could have. There's no way for the 1970s Earth to know that. So, That's it. Exactly. Yeah, shut your mouths. So, shut your damn dirty ape mouths. <laughs> so it ends with they have a kid. They have a kid and they swap it out for a circus. Um, and I've, I keep saying monkey instead of ape and whatever mm. and chimpanzee. Monkey's got tails. Yeah, they're all. I know that they're all. Difference, whatever. I don't care. I'm just <laughs> gonna call them monkeys or whatever comes into my mind because right, I'm yeah. I'm racist mm-hmm. in that way. So yeah, apparently it's it's okay. They say it's better than the second one. Okay, I could totally believe that. Yeah, I've only seen bits of it again. The next one is Conquest of the Planet of the Apes, uh-huh. and that actually directly influences Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, okay. And that sees Caesar, who was the ape that was born at the end, or monkey, or whatever. Not his ape. I actually said it right. He he ends up starting an ape uprising. Uh huh. An ape rising. Ape an ape rising, and he's the only one that can initially talk. I think somebody says no at the end, and he eventually leads this rebellion. So it very much is like Rise of the Planet of the mm. Apes. And of course, as we know, Conquest of the Planet of the Apes set in the far flung future, North America, nineteen ninety one. Man. Oh. All those Super Nintendos just ready to hyper go out the stores. <laughs> just, just apes in hypercolor. <laughs> so, Wrap yeah. around shades. Yeah, yeah. The original ending's quite dark because Caesar's like, I don't know the exact speech, but it's basically like, listen, I'm in charge now. You're all dead. This <laughs> is my time. That's yeah. not the exact words. But then there's a weird, they weirdly add dubbed an extra bit and it's like, but now it's time to put down our guns. Great. And that's how it sounds. Uh-huh, like, sure, as yeah. I said it then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it kind of ends more optimistically. Uh-huh. But then the next one, ba- Battle of the Planet of the Ace, which came the year after, that's uh-huh. set 10 years after, which is also influences Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Where the humans and the apes are trying to find an uneasy alliance, but you've got factors on both sides which are, which don't want it and don't trust the other side and blah, blah, blah. Right, right, right. And it ends somehow. It doesn't matter. Sure. So, <laughs> that, that's pretty Dance much. Dance battle. Dance battle. Yeah, yeah. Again, I think with these, there are a lot of good ideas in them. Uh-huh. Like, credit where credit's due. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. We've all worshipped a bomb in our time, a nuclear bomb. <laughs> sure. Worst or best, Mason, of those things I just went through? Oh, you know what? The the nostalgic memories have inspired me to say best movie ever. Because sure. I, love, I love a face-melty guy yep. worshipping of a bomb. Absolutely. Great. From what I've seen, the bits and pieces, I'm also going to say best movie ever because yes. I enjoyed collecting the clips. Oh, sure. Often that's really tedious. <laughs> but for this, I'm like, there's a lot of good stuff in this. Yes. But yeah, I, I couldn't say. I wouldn't say go back and see them, though. Okay. I couldn't say. But they do say Conquest is the best. or Yeah, Conquest of the Planet of the Apes is the best. They only say that because it rhymes, though. Good point. 
Someone was asked for an opinion. They're like, well, Conquest is the best. best. All right. Now, there were some comics and stuff, and there's sequel books to the movies and and whatever that came in between. Uh There was a TV show and an animated TV show. Do you remember the the Star Trek animated show? Yes. It looks like that. If that's so not good. Not so good. bad. Yeah. Bad. Real yeah. bad. Real bad. Just a terrible show. I mean, can you imagine the budget on a Planet of the Apes movie from this TV show from the 70s? That would have been pretty high, right? No, you're wrong. <laughs> You've said the wrong word there. Yeah, the opposite. No, no, because you'd have to have the ape makeup. Oh, you'd have I some see, main right. characters that were apes, and they'd have to have the makeup. Wouldn't and... they just reuse all the rubbery masks from... What they would have done is just reuse the rubbery masks from the low-budget films, I would You're think. right. Yeah. Good point. Zero budget. Zero <laughs> budget. The budget of Superman 4. Correct. Yeah, yeah. But, so, you know, things happened, and they tried to get them back happening, and a whole lot of different directors came on board and left, like, uh, Peter Jackson at one point. So this is the 90s. This is, the like, the 80s and 90s, uh-huh. and Arnold Schwarzenegger was considered, and a few other actors and, and whatever. Can uh-huh. you? Because I think Arnold Schwarzenegger in the 90s was, like, the Chuck Heston. Yeah, that's true. Just and I imagine they did want him to say, get your stinking paws off me, you damn dirty ape, in an Arnold Schwarzenegger voice. You better believe it, mm. Mason. Yeah. But then 2001, luckily. Luckily. Yeah, and he wanted probably wanted to add another catchphrase to his collection. I'm sure he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got that one that's like, get off my car. Is that no, his one? No, wrong. Incorrect. Incorrect on so many levels. <laughs> Maybe that's from The Expendables? No, also wrong. I haven't seen it. Or I have seen When's it. When's 3 coming out? You've got uh, it. Sometime, next okay. few months. All right. <laughs> I didn't see 2 and I barely saw 1. I fell asleep. All right. 2001, though. Tim Burton took yes. the reins uh-huh. after the death of Superman Lives. Uh-huh. That which he was... Tra- I think he felt like he wanted to make a science fiction kind of movie. Sure. And so he thought, now's a perfect time to... Launch the relaunch the Planet of the Apes franchise. Uh-huh. This is not a sequel. This is a reboot. Correct. Um, critically panned at the time. Uh huh. Still critically panned. Sure. Uh, did you check it out this week? No, but I've seen it. <laughs> cool. I've seen it in the past. I think it's a bad rap. Well, I don't know. I don't think there's anything wrong with it necessarily. Sure. All right, you tell me what's wrong with it. Oh, how about we go over the story first? Okay, I'm still yeah, okay. So basically, it's in the far-flung future of 1991. Oh. No, I don't know when the future is. Mark Wahlberg is a spaceman, yep. and they're using uh, chimps for space to unmanned space flights. Sure. So they're, they're orbiting this planet which has oxygen and whatever, and they lose a chimp in the space flight through a time rift, and Mark Wahlberg goes after him and also ends up in a time rift. Ah, uh-huh, sure. Crash lands on this planet, and what's basically happened, when he gets there, uh, all the, his ship that he was on had crash landed, but somehow managed to get there earlier because of time rifts, mm-hmm. like thousands sure. of years before. And the apes took over, killed everybody, yep. and built this society. Oh, sorry, not killed everybody, but built this society with the humans as used as slaves and pets uh-huh. and whatnot. Mark Wahlberg leads a sort of rebellion. He leads all the uh, enemy apes to his old spaceship yep. where he launches nuclear fire over them. Sure, yeah. And then the humans hit them with rocks. Yep. And then the original chimp who we lost originally lands because of time rifts. And they're like, it's a sign. He's our god. That's right. And the war stops. Mark Wahlberg's like, I'm going back to Earth somehow. Goes back to the time rift. Lands in modern day Earth, what it seems. Yep. And General Thade, who was the villain in that, played by Tim Roth, who is an ape, is now the Lincoln Monument. Correct. The Lincoln Memorial. Yep. So, monkey statue of Lincoln. And then the and police a, show up, and, and they're all apes. Sorry, and everybody on the planet is a, an ape. Planet of the Apes, again. Yep. Uh-huh. 
that is ending is insane and makes no sense. Is it though? Yes. Because, look, I understand that there are theories that make it work. Yeah. But everything in that movie, nothing points towards how that could have happened. Right. Because it implies that Thade, who's the villain in it, in, in it, somehow managed to... Who, they're pretty much... They're a primitive society still. Uh-huh. They're probably like, I don't know, like a maybe 1800s version of, you know, of chimps. Yeah, like okay. Like humans were or whatever. He got... He found the spaceship. Yeah. Launched it through a time rift. Landed, yep. somehow made it so every other ape was intelligent in the matter of say two hundred years, uh-huh. and took over and led a revolution and whatever, uh, and then everybody's an ape. It makes no sense. Here's a fun fact about that twist. Maybe it's not a fact. Doesn't mm. matter. Is this it's a Kevin Smith thing. No, but there's a you know how all the Planet of the Apes movies were based on a book originally. Yeah, that's how the book ends. Yes. Yeah, it does. So this is actually the most. This is the oddly. This is the most. Uh, it sticks to the canon the most. Like yes. it's the most accurate. It's the most true to the book. But I think they just took apart from it, and yeah. where, but they don't build to it. Right, right. It's right. not built to. It's not implied. It's it's not shown that he could do that. Yeah, yeah. It's bizarre. I think I I get the sense that this was be- because the old Planet of the Apes was a franchise. Yeah. I get the sense that they wanted this to be the first mm. part of a new franchise. It was. And then Tim Burton just sort of threw it in there, and he's like, "We'll figure this out <laughs> later." Doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Because he, he went, well, this ends, in the book it ends, they come back to Earth, the guy comes back to Earth and there's military personnel who are apes or yeah. whatever. Let's just put that in there and hope for the best and if this makes money, we'll figure it out next time. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And it, it, it made some money but people generally didn't like it. But I, I don't like it when it sets up a sequel but doesn't, it's clearly just sequel bait. That's not right. in service to the story. Uh-huh. I think also, like, well, the original Planet of the Apes has a pretty big twist. Uh-huh. So we need a big, big twist. twist. right. And arguably, it makes less sense than the original twist. <laughs> I think it makes about the same amount of sense. Um, yeah, I... Uh... I yeah I think in I think Tim Burton would have been damned if he didn't damned if he didn't if he didn't put in a twist people were like where's the twist it's traditional for Planet of the Apes that one Planet of the Apes movie to have a twist so why doesn't this one but if he because he did people were like oh, it's not as good as the original but I think the twist could have been the spaceship had crashed and was there thousands of years before Mark Wahlberg got there I think that's good enough of a twist okay sure. I mean, it's okay. Yeah. It's a twist. Certainly is. Put it that way. Uh, but yeah, he, he wasn't a fan of that movie because... Yeah, look. Mark Wahlberg. Well, no, we are probably not, but Tim Burton. Uh-huh. But the creature effects, like Rick Baker did them. Yeah, yeah. The, the makeup is amazing. Really good, yeah. Mm-hmm. Tim Roth is a very good villain in this. Uh-huh. Like, crazy and yeah, weird yeah. and whatever. But he's interesting. And aesthetically, when the movie's outside, it works. When it's in, like, the ape village... It feels like a Tim Burton set. Yeah, you're like it feels right, very yeah. enclosed uh-huh. in, in the way that the first one didn't really. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Can Can you think of it? Okay, how about this? Can yes. you think of an actor director combo that's less suited than Mark Wahlberg and Tim Burton? You're right because uh, Mark especially Wal- him. Then yeah, yeah. sorry, that Mark Wahlberg, Wahlberg is our American hero. <laughs> yeah, and Tim Burton does not work with American heroes. He you're does right. not exactly. Yeah, yeah, he works with American traitors. <laughs> Like Johnny Depp <laughs> lives in France, probably what a traitor. <laughs> probably drinks foreign beers. Yeah, pro- Ugh. jerk. Yeah, yeah. There's also oh, sorry, go on. You gonna say something? I was gonna say I, th- I think maybe I think I I think it, it's fairly solid as a as a, like a as a B grade campy kind of sci fi film, I, like the original is. Sure, I don't think it's 
funny enough to be or weird enough to be interesting or good mm-hmm. or worth a read because I rewatched it this week uh-huh. but I watched it in two parts uh-huh. not by choice I had to go and do something so right, I finished right. it just today and it's just it's just nothing okay like it's <sighs> well I'll believe that I haven't seen it in 10 years so. <laughs> there's also there's a lot of wire work when the okay. chicks jump there's like really awkward well parkour hadn't been invented yet well, that's so true. obviously there's going to be wire work <laughs> like there's no like you know when the apes turn up in the first one, it's yep. kind of like a shock or whatever. Yeah, There's yeah. no shock in this because you know what it, what's going to happen. And they rehashed a lot of lines. Yep. Me- Got to mention the fact that Charlton Heston plays Tim Roth's father in this. Yep. And they somehow convinced Chuck Heston, who <laughs> hates Planet of the Apes, to put on ape makeup Correct, and yes. spout the same lines that he did in the first but one. But reversed. But reversed. And it's... I don't understand how they got him to do that. Yep. It's again, amazing. I think, I think they just, once again, I think the accountant just put a number on a check and just said, I'm going to keep writing zeros after the check, until you after the number, until you agree to be in Sure. This. There's also a really long dinner party scene. I don't remember that at all. It's pretty good. Okay. Um, there's also, like, weird sexual undertones between the Helena Bonham Carter one and Oh, Mark that's Robert. right. Helena Bonham Carter is in this film. This that's Tim Burton him, film. That's where they got together just after this movie. Huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, think... I seem to recall them being together for all of time. <laughs> Yeah, since like, yeah, yeah, like old gothic London or whatever, uh, yeah, yeah, whatever that yeah. time is. Uh, so yeah, it's, mm. yeah, here we go. Oh, hang on. The cast signed on for a sequel that would explain the final scene in Washington, but it was cancelled after the film's poor critical reception. Mm. So there you go. Also, Tim Roth, who again, I think is, he's good. He's a good villain in this. Do you remember? Yep. He's got the, he gets, he's got like the movement down pat. Oh, yeah, like the yeah. Michael Clark Duncan wears like this full gorilla makeup and yep. that looked very convincing. Again, I can't compliment that enough all that makeup but Tim Roth turned down Snape to do this from Harry Potter oh that's unfortunate that is unfortunate (laughs) but you know there's a million of those stories there's there's so many you know everybody's turned down everything to be in sure yeah 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 but look it's okay but then he was in lie to me so (laughs) who's the winner now Alan Rickman still yeah that premise of lie to me got old after the first episode yes it did it's like oh you can tell when people are lying to you I get it Okay, great. <laughs> that was like the era when you had to have like a specific thing as a detective. Like Monk was a bloody yeah. Blood there, exa- and... there, there was a, there was an era where it was cop teaming up with like weird civilian specialist who doesn't have to play by the rules because it yeah. came after Jack like twenty four Jack sure. Bauer yeah, yeah. where you could just shoot anybody. Then it turned out you couldn't just shoot anybody. <laughs> so then it became you had to. You'd be like, you had to be a mentalist. Numbers. Or you had to be a bones. Or you had to be a numbers. Exactly. What a great era that was. Just being a specialist, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. you didn't need a warrant because you could just be like, I'm just a guy who I'm reads your mind or something. Exactly. Castle's that still, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen much of Castle. People like Castle, though. Yeah, it's good. Good fun. The mentalist is still going, isn't it? Surely not. Yeah, I think so. All right, you, I'm going to talk. You look it up. Fine. Wait, who's talking? You're talking. You just said, I'm going to talk, you look it no, up. No, I didn't. <laughs> That's back, what you said. Go back to the tape. Back to the this tape. tape we're recording oh, on. Oh, it cassette. is an American police. Okay, so it's still going. Yeah. You know wow. what's you know what's sustaining it? These Simon golden Baker. hair. Yes. Simon Baker's golden hair. hair. Yeah, He's okay. completely dropped the Australian accent. Have you noticed that? He doesn't do it at all. He's Australian. I don't yeah. know if you know yeah, that. Yeah, I know yeah. that. Yeah. 
doesn't do it. In the show? At all. Was he Australian in the show? No, but he doesn't do it in life. God, this is interesting for our listeners, isn't it? <laughs> sure is. Nolan Barth has written in though, Mason. Uh-huh. He's the official Shia LaBeouf of the show. I remember. Really? Because no. I don't think that's the first time we mentioned it. But you remember Nolan Barth. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he says, my favourite Planet of the Apes movie is the original Planet of the Apes and with Charlton Heston. And I also love the Tim Burton's Planet of the Apes because it's great. It's fun to see how terrible it is. So I guess on that level, he enjoys it or whatever. Yeah, I think it was a like a bad combination of like... Tim Burton maybe was at some sort of creative low or like critical low point. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Wal- Wahlberg, was he at a low point as well? I don't know. Well, I think he was on the way up. Yeah. But he was still very much like the 90s kind of, what's the one where he's the hitman, Mark Wahlberg? Ah, uh, the big hit. The big hit. Like, yeah. it, that's what he was known for. Right, right. Like that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. But, you know, good cast. Paul Giamatti's in it. And, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And whatever. And I think, yeah, I don't know. I think maybe... Because it's um, Tim Burton's since done Dark Shadows, yeah. which was another sort of adaptation of a previous property. And I yeah. think maybe with Planet of the Apes, he wanted to make it a lot weirder and creepier. Oh, okay. But he like and he like the studio wouldn't would only let him go so far. They don't want a Batman Returns Planet of the Precisely. Apes. Precisely, yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 exactly. yeah, yeah. Okay, fair enough. So like you'd want to see like a full fledged Tim Burton Planet of the Apes movie. Sure, as long as I don't have to pay for it. <laughs> Why not? Great. Best or worst. In this fantasy world. <laughs> uh, yeah. Best or worst. Oh, yeah. Also, there's weird. There's a kind of. You know, at the end of Planet of the Apes, Charlton Heston kisses the ape or whatever. Yep. And she's like, you're so ugly or whatever. At the end of this one, Marky Mark kisses um the Helen Bottom Carter ape. Yep. But up until that point, there's like weird sexual undertones all the way through it between those two. And uh-huh. originally, so this ties into what you said about making a weirder one. Tim Burton wanted to make a relationship between those two. But like the interspecies kind of thing, like uh-huh. the audience won't won't like that, Absolutely which they probably not. wouldn't. But you can still see it's still. In I mean, the certain film. sectors, certain demos would. <laughs> sure, there's entire quarters of the internet dedicated yeah. to mm-hmm. to to just that. Yeah, but yeah, it's okay. Mm. Very dated. I'm gonna say best movie ever because of Abraham Lincoln right at the end. <laughs> I don't care about the haters. I love it. I'm gonna say worst. Okay, I can't great. recommend it. Fair enough. Yeah. But, you know, it is kind of worth checking out. Yeah. So, whatever. Don't put a lot... Put five minutes of effort into it. Yeah. If you don't like it in the first five minutes, just give it up. Yeah. Watch something else. Watch one of the sequels to Planet mm. of the Apes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, th- that series was Canned Mason. Yep. They stopped it. That's now a footnote in time. Sure is. Um, Rise of the Planet of the Apes. So like re- tears and rain. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Rise of the Planet of the Apes, though. 2011. Uh-huh. Re-rebooted the franchise. Bob, do you want to talk about the story or do you want me to talk about I think you should talk about the story. Gotcha. Yeah. Basically. James Franco, right? He works for a company that's uh, manufacturing an Alzheimer's um, kind of cure and they're using, they're they're testing it on chimps and they're finding that through it, they're increasing brain function Uh of chimps. Basically, he wants to cure cure John Lithgow's Alzheimer's, who's his father in it. Oh, (laughs) indeed. Um, in the process of it goes horribly wrong for whatever reason, but he ends up um, at the start adopting this chimp from birth uh-huh. and raises him. And that chimp has been genetically altered where it is as intelligent as a human being mm. without the power of speech. So you would think. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. As the chimp grows up, like it begins to question its place in the world. Like, am I a pet? Am I a human? Am I a chimp? Because it's wearing a leash. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That and scene it sees a dog wearing yeah. a leash. Yeah. And it's like, what the hell? Uh, it ends up get, being incarcerated in a in a sanctuary or what what they think is a safe place because it uh, saves John Lithgow, yep. who has an amusing car accident because his Alzheimer's oh. is coming back. Huh? 
In there, he's he's assaulted a lot by Draco Malfoy. Sure, yeah. Who I I can't remember the name of Tom something it doesn't matter. Not yep. important. And through that, he builds up. He builds this ape army in there, mm-hmm. and he kills Draco Malfoy. Well, <laughs> with good. A, in a wizarding battle. Yeah. And then has bas- he been typecast? Yeah. That, that guy. <laughs> yeah, he's good though. Tom yeah. Felton. That's his there name. There we go. Yeah. And then um, basically take the apes. They they have a kind of massive fight on the San Francisco Bridge, and they run into the woods. And the movie ends also with the new Alzheimer's cure, which they built, uh, which they made, is now a deadly to humans, and it's the plague that wipes out most of the world. That's and- an unfortunate side effect, isn't it? Just a little <laughs> bit of a side effect. Just know? a little bit. What did you think of Rise of the Planet of the Apes, Rot Potter? Well, the thing about Rot Potter is, uh, yeah, it's it's solid, right? Okay, it's yeah, I really film. like it, but you're yeah. not you're not sold on it. I. I think, like, I think the effects are great. I sure. think the Andy Circus as every every monkey ever, killing it, solid, yeah. <laughs> really solid. I don't know. I feel that I, I can't see how in this scenario the humans wouldn't win. Okay, well, I space. guess it's just because they got wiped out. Yeah, I think that's probably that's it. why yeah. they added added that bit in. Yeah, I think that's. Yeah, yeah, I think originally I feel that's a bit too much of a plot yeah. contrivance. Yeah, like sure. unless unless they put unless this Alzheimer's cure. Mm happened to create this deadly virus that could kill everybody in the world. If that didn't happen, the battle between humans and apes would have lasted 10 minutes. Right? I think that initially... Because you, you hide in the forest, uh, humans have thermal imaging cameras and napalm. So <laughs> sure, yeah, how yeah. long is that going to last, really? But I think what would have happened... I think they won that... The apes won that initial battle purely on surprise alone. Right, yeah. And then I think there was there would have been like... Say there was no disease. There yep. would have been a push to... They were in the Californian forest or something like that? Something like that, yeah. Like, they would have been like, that's an ape sanctuary. Just leave it alone. Right, right, Don't right. go near it because they're uh-huh. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think that's how, how it would have gone. Yeah, yeah. But I think that what really drives this story, though, is is the CGI. Yeah. A really good use of CGI and Andy Serkis. James Franco and... Just always Francoing yeah, around. That's right. And Frida Pinto, I believe it is. Uh-huh. They're okay, but you can, you can take or leave them. And there's a yeah, reason yeah. why they kind of took James Franco out of the sequel, I think, because he's not that... Engaging. I was gonna. I was just gonna say that. I and I feel yeah. that James Franco is very rarely engaged in a film. Sure. Like I don't think he really cares most of the time no. whether he's there or not. Have you seen Spider Man Three though? Oh, yeah, he's great in that. Isn't yeah, he? yeah. Oh, my face or something. <laughs> uh, you're right. Yeah. But yeah, no. I it it it's. I guess if you see it as a setup to the sequel. Yep. I think it's a quite a solid film. But again, it doesn't really. Beyond the fact that there just happened to be this weird side effect mm-hmm. to this thing, it doesn't it doesn't really feel like it's a real war between humans and apes no, yet. No, you know, it, it absolutely. Feels kind and of, that's going to be the next one. Yeah, yeah, I hope so. Yeah, yeah, big time, Mason. Yeah. And I guess you you might say, well, the humans created the intelligent apes, and the humans created the virus that wiped themselves out. Mm. But it's a coincidence, really. It's not really a battle <laughs> of Planet of the Apes, is it? Really? No. When you think about it, it really isn't. Yeah. I'm gonna, I was going to say, this: the action sequence at the end is great, mm-hmm. right? With, you know, on the bridge and whatever. Yep. And the bit where the gorilla takes down the helicopter is, is amazing. Yeah, yeah. And the bit where the, the gorilla uses its magnetic powers and shifts the whole bridge <laughs> over to the other side of the island. How good was that bit? Lucky there was no Professor X there. It's Correct. Professor X. But I, the sequence I really enjoy in this uh-huh. is when it moves away from the James Franco kind of John Lithgow thing. Mm-hmm. And it focuses on Caesar in the prison, yep. building up an ape army and... 
using his intelligence to like maintain a dominance over all the other yep. apes and uh, gorillas. Yeah, yeah. Like that in itself is very, very interesting. Yeah. And the way that he can use sign language and he can communicate to the other one. And then he smarts them all up with the gas and then uh-huh. he sets them on Draco Malfoy. Yeah. Like that's, that's really, really great. And you see him go from this kind of like, he's, he's shocked that he's put in there in the first place and he's betrayed. Mm. But he, then from that, he kind of rebuilds himself as this warrior leader. Right, right, that, That is the best part of that movie. Because he's found a purpose. Exactly, because yeah. yeah, yeah. he's found a purpose. And, like, he sees the injustice, you know, that's been befought. Yes. Befought? Is that the word? I don't know. It is now. It sure Let's is. Let's put it on Urban Dictionary. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's some nods, though, to the original films that are really forced. Like Charlton Heston. Like... <laughs> As Draco Malfoy. Yeah. Well, Draco Malfoy says the get your heads off yeah. me, whatever. He doesn't say it as well. Right. And uh, which, so there's stuff like that that's like, didn't have to do it. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad they didn't go, let's do a big twist. Right. Like, they're like, let's tell an emotional story and whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's steer away from this, whatever it is, you know, uh-huh. and build to, um, you know, this new franchise. It is, though... It has nods to the original that it is kind of a reboot because they yep. mention the ship that goes missing, the spaceship. Yeah, that's right. It's it's not it's not a re it's sorry it's not a prequel. Yeah, but it's got elements of a prequel. Yeah, yeah, does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so Charlton Heston was in that ship, Mason, Ooh. and maybe they'll eventually get to that at some point. Mm. So yeah, do you think they'll bring him back with CGI. I and if so. they do, yeah. clean shaven or beard. Beard. Yeah, nice. Big time. Yeah. I mean, hard to do, though. Beard's yeah, yeah. hair and it's hard to do. Yeah, yeah. Mm. CGI. Also... And they can use Arnold Schwarzenegger's current body. <laughs> Weird sack body. <laughs> um, there was going to be like... I'm glad... There was, the original ending was that James Franco goes to see Caesar in the forest. You know, oh. there's a bit where Caesar... Oh, yeah. So Caesar learns to talk in this and it's yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's a really big revelation. And I like as well, he doesn't just start talking like, hello, I'm a chimp or right, whatever. Right. Like... Because apes apparently have higher... The vocal cords are placed differently. Right. So they, if they could somehow talk, it would be very difficult. Right, right, right. And that's shown in this movie mm. that he struggles to talk. Like, it's not... They've easy. done a lot of research. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Some of the bouncing around stuff doesn't look as good. I think they've improved on as that. As the, the one sec- from the 60s. Yeah, you're <laughs> exactly. Right. As the Charlton Heston bouncing yeah. around. Yeah, yeah. Like, the facial stuff's great, but some of the leaping is a bit... Yeah. Is a little bit off. It still looks amazing. But yeah, the original ending was James Franco goes to the forest and he's like... Come back, Caesar. I'll buy us some, like, McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You remember. love McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. You love polyunsaturated fat, Caesar. Mm, nom, 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 nom. And Caesar's like, no, Caesar is home. You know, I'm staying here, whatever. Yeah, yeah, no. But originally, some, some people come to kill Caesar. Uh-huh. And this is a very Hollywood death ending, and I'm glad they didn't do it. And as he shoots Caesar, James Franco leaps in front oh, of the Oh, no, bullets. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Terrible, right? Yeah. I like how they've just gone, yeah, he died from the plague, like everybody else. Right, right. So. That sounds like... That James Franco wanted to put that in out of because of how ironic it sure, was. Like, yeah. Im- imagine if I was in a movie where I leapt in front of somebody. I was like, no. <laughs> it was a last minute edition. Like they filmed it like a month before it came uh-huh. out because they were gonna do the the leaping in front of right, the right. Uh-huh. Glad they did. Well, no, no, thank you. So yeah, there you but, go. Yeah, people would have laughed in the cinema. Oh yeah, that would have ruined any like any emo- any emotional connection you have to this this ape creature yeah you'd be like oh he's like a human he's he's got thoughts and dreams and and desires and, and whatever. a love for mcdonald's love for mcdonald's <laughs> and then and you would have been like oh i hope he finds his way or whatever and then franco leaps in front of him no and you'd be like what a dumb what a dumb film <laughs> so yeah it blew me away at the time yeah and i okay. was really happy did you see it at the cinema yeah uh no, oh, no you didn't no, you hadn't no, seen it did yeah, you? yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, there you go. Mm. Well, Mason, you've got no love for Planet of the Apes, then it seems. 
Um, you have some love. Yeah. Was there any video games? Did ever do a- there was a 2001 one. I put that go? in my video. It's horrendous. It's, uh, so it's 2001. But yeah, it's 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 released, released at the same time as a Tim Burton one, but it looks like it's set in the Charlton Heston era. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll show you some okay. stuff. It's, Is there a lot of fog of war? There's Is a lot of polygons. Great. Yeah, this, the clip wanted. that I've really, I, I had a look at, you're in a prison uh-huh. and an ape runs in and you pick up a block of wood and as you pick it up, it goes to an inventory screen and it says like block of wood Great. or whatever. And uh-huh. then you hit the ape 40 times great, and it blocks yeah. most of them. Yep, great. <laughs> it's just PlayStation one mason let's get some emulators let's do this you know multiplayer it. yeah yeah jamie the dunks duncan that was written in he says uh-huh. i'd like to say that rise of the planet of the did Ages. you add is that his own nickname the dunks i added you? the dunk great, now he's, great. he's with now it. he's the dunks he's Love the it. official the dunks of comic.com because i'd like to um say that rise of the planet of the apes is at the moment my favorite movie of all time oh. i've seen it three or four times and each time come out loving it cool. so he's going back to the cinema and secretly watching it <laughs> I say so yeah, he's probably going in late at night <laughs> sure he's bringing his own he's bringing his own reel yeah yeah reel, yeah I remember I agree with him though that, that was one of my favourite movies of 2011 okay for me Now like another a, one Thor okay there you go Captain America oh yeah Batman Begin mm, was it sorry Batman Forever there you go <laughs> thank you <laughs> I don't know, like famous, like action movies. Also, um, mm. Elliot Buford says though, can we talk about how useless every human is in Dot Potter? I'm assuming he means no, it is Dot Potter. No, it's right. It's, it's, ro- it's Rot Potter. Rot Potter. Yeah. Anyway. Like none of them were actual sensible human beings, especially Malfoy. What a fucking prick. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, well, mm. yeah, they're not the best written human characters, are they? Not really. Or portrayed. But. You know, I'll take any kind of character. In a Hollywood movie, I'll take any kind of character. Sure. Any human doing anything. Even a Draco Malfoy. Correct. Thank <laughs> okay. you, yes. Best or worst movie ever, Mason? I'm going to go with... Best movie ever. I thought you I'm gonna... hoping for more with the sequel. Yeah, me too. Well, uh, by all accounts, it's amazing and better. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there you go. Oh, Mason. in that case, worst movie ever. Ha 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 Twist. There you That's go. That's my twist. Absolutely. Yeah, also, I should have mentioned this at the start, but the Planet of the Apes series kind of kicked off kind of merchandising. I think that's where George Lucas kind of got the idea to kind of make Star, Star Wars, Wars yeah. uh-huh. merchandising kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. So there was a lot of action figures. None of them good. No, certainly not. None of them were. Was there some anything. sort of battle van? I'm sure there was. Was there an ape blimp? <laughs> I actually found my turtle was van. Was there a Planet of the Apes pizza party van? <laughs> I was at my parents' house earlier this week and my turtle van was yes. there. Uh-huh. Someone was rummaging around the roof. It looked like looked real terrible. That was a cheap... Had you left it on the roof of your parents' house? No, no. They've got like toys in the roof or whatever. So if ever I have for your children. For your malformed <laughs> identical twin who lives in the roof? <laughs> That's right. Great. <laughs> His name's Malform. Oh. Yeah. So there you go. I guess what it's time for, Mason, is our favourite segment. What's that? What we read? Oh, what we gotta read? Okay, great. I'm doing a thing. What are we reading today? <laughs> All right, I'm gonna recommend Rot Potter if you haven't seen it. Watch it in preparation for Dawn of Planet of the Apes. But that's I've got other things to say about other stuff. Okay. There are Planet of the Apes comics. We talked about them, didn't we? But I couldn't really find any like yeah, I, I, more I, adaptations. Go- yeah, I think I Marvel had the license yeah, for a while. Yeah. I googled some stuff and I'm like, none of this stuff is really uh-huh. I'm interested in reading. Yep. So I, I didn't I didn't check any out. Hmm. What do you gonna read? I'm gonna recommend Angel and the Ape, which was a short lived DC comic series from like the early nineties. About a detective agency and one is a pretty lady and one is an ape. How do you like that? I like that a lot. It's good, right? 
Yeah. I'm going to recommend Every Which Way But Loose, which is a prequel to Planet of the Apes. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> if you don't know what it is, look it up. That'll right. make sense to you. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually going to um, recommend uh, Mark Wade's Incorruptible. And you actually recommended this to I me. I did, yeah. Because yeah. I read Irredeemable, Irredeemable which uh-huh. is great. And I've started reading. I'm nearly finished. And this is sort of a sidequel. Yeah, it's a sidequel. Uh, I don't think it's as good as Ir- um, Irredeemable, yeah, but okay, it's still yeah. quite good and it, it ties in really well. Well, I haven't finished it, so I shouldn't really talk about it but basically in irredeemable i've mentioned this before is about a superhero who's kind of like superman mm-hmm. he is basically but he and doesn't have the moral compass that no man he snaps born with yeah he's and then he's like the the biggest mass murder genocidal maniac of all time mm. and in incorruptible there's a um a villain called max power who is, is invulnerable and there's there's more to his powers than just that mm-hmm. but i won't i won't spoil it and he after he sees the um what's his name the 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 guy who snaps. I can't remember. It's annoying. The, um, the, oh, the, 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 the plutonium. The plutonium. Yeah, there sorry. We go. And he basically turns his life around. He sees the plutonium snap, turns his life around, mm. decides, well, look, there are no heroes anymore, really. Yep. Well, pr- well, there are, but not, you know, but I, I got to change my ways because this guy's killing everybody. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's pretty it's good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anything else to read? Nah. I'm going to recommend the movie Any Which Way You Can, which is a sequel, sequel to, to Any Which Way But Loose. Wow. And a sidequel to <laughs> Conquest of the Planet of the Apes. Um, Aaron Nichols has written in, though. I thought yes. maybe I could include maybe some week some listeners what we read and what okay, we don't read. Okay, I'd like to hear that. He's the official nemesis and official Nick Mason of pod, uh, the podcast. Yeah, fair enough. Movie.com. He got it first. He did. It's called uh, Steel Heart by Brandon Sanderson uh-huh. and has a world where every single person who manifests powers... Uh, called the epics turned out to be evil. Oh, um, that's unfortunate. It is. What's it, it called? Sorry. Uh, it's called Steelheart, Steelheart, and it's basically about a kid called David who wants to be an invulnerable epic um, called Steelheart, and he seeks a group of freedom freedom fighters called the Reckoners. Ooh. So yeah, well, off the back of um, Irredeemable and whatnot, I think I might give that a read. Yeah, cool. Or not? Have you ever read Top Ten? No, what's it's, that? Uh, it's an Alan Moore book, a comic rather. Yeah, a comic. Oh, I know it. So yeah, yeah. And it's but, uh, um, set. Uh, in a city, it's it's set in the tenth precinct uh, of a city, uh, tenth police precinct of a city where everybody has superpowers. Sure, it's really fun. Okay, super super good fun. Should check I check out. it out? Yeah, check it out, mate. All right, yeah, yeah. that's what we're reading for this mace. Love it. Week, mm. we did it. We sure did. We did yeah. it once again. All right, got some listener emails this week, though, Mason. Uh huh. I'm gonna read this one to you first. I'm ready. Hello, I am Duck, official aquatic life form of the Weekly Planet podcast. Oh, love it. I don't like ducks. Have I mentioned that before? Yeah. Like, killed that duck that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, ducks don't like me. Because they attack me yeah, often. Yeah, correct, correct. Anyway, yes, yeah. question. I'm ready. Do you think Planet of the Apes, the next one after Dawn, will be a remake of the original Planet of the Apes with Taylor and his clue, crew landing and finding the apes? So do you think, that basically, the one after Dawn will be the Charlton Do we know one? if there's a third one in the way? That's in the works, it's yes. in the works, okay. Uh, it'd have to be, right? I don't think so. I don't think they can rely on there being... I don't think they can rely. They can rely on there being more than three of anything these days. Sure, really. But I think also they the main character in those movies is Caesar, and if you set it in the far right, flung okay. future, far flung future, there is no Caesar. That's true. Also, actually, you yeah. lose the twist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I don't think they could do a remake. Not exactly. Of, yeah, they couldn't do a remake of the original. Um, but I think they've clearly set it up that they might do that one day. Yeah. So it's possible. I would like to see the third one. Much closer to the apocalyptic. Planet of the Apes future. Sure. but uh, You want to see the telepathic humans. Yeah, telepathic humans worship a bomb. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, he says, thanks from Duck. Thank you. 
Duck. <laughs> Callum McDonald's written in and he said, I was thinking you guys should start a Let's Play channel. You know what a Let's Play is, Mason? It's when you play a video game. You're like, hey, look at me, I'm playing a video game. Woo, look at this. Ah. He said, I was thinking you could play comic book related games or you can play your favorite games. Either way, I'm sure it would rock. Would it rock? Uh, might rock. I thought about doing a Let's Play and I thought we could, we could do them together. Like maybe play some like 90s like Marvel DC beat em up. Oh, we could play Superman 64. Oh, God. (laughs) Look, we've got a lot of options, really. We do. Yeah. I'd like to do that one day. I don't know if I can do it anytime soon, but would you be interested in that? Let's do that. Also, I'd have to get some, like, screen capturing recording. I was just thinking that there's got to be some software. We'll have to Uh, to ask around. Yeah, 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 sure. Do you know anything about technology? Also, we'll have to find a TV that's old enough to run a Nintendo 64 through it. Oh, yeah, good point. Yeah. Maybe we could do emulators. Oh, what a nightmare we found ourselves into. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Callum. Callum, you <laughs> maniac. You blew it up. So, yeah, would you say no time soon? But maybe. Yeah, at some point. Sure. sure. Maybe we could even do a once-off one every now yeah. and then. Uh, Jonathan uh, Serrano. A Serrano? S-E-R-R-A-N-O. He's the official New Yorker with an actual New York accent. I well, argue uh, that we have actual... Yeah, that's that's exactly, yeah. Is that yeah. what he's implied? Yeah. I think so. Anyway. Anyway, we've yet to hear his, so <laughs> yeah, let's, right. let's see what happens. Uh, do you guys like certain anime series? Um, for example, Dragon Ball, Full Metal Alchemist, um, other ones? Uh, not for a long time. I sure. Haven't, but uh, I'm not I'm not averse to learning about some new ones. I don't know. I was always a big fan of Akira, but that's not really a, it's not really a series, is it? No. Yeah. Still it's, holds up, I think. Yeah, I think so, too. If it's, you like giant, sweaty flesh monsters. Yes. Crushing cities. Yes, I do. Oh, great. Then, yeah, definitely, yeah. yeah I've yeah. talked about this before. Ghost in the Shell. I was a yeah. big fan of that yeah, one. Yeah, we yeah, saw that, that in the yeah, cinema. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. I quite like... Um, I do like Dragon Ball. Well, Dragon you Ball do, Z yeah. specifically. I love oh. the Dragon Ball Z uh, Budokai fighting games. They're very good. Specifically three. I've broken a couple of those controllers. My playing. controllers. Yeah, your I controllers remember. playing that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you've kicked the microphone. No, it's fine. It's fine. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love that game. Mm. But uh, there's never been one as good, I think, since. They tried to do a 3D fighting Dragon Ball game where you can fly anywhere uh-huh. doesn't work right right they've never I don't you need to be constrained a little yeah, bit yeah exactly yeah yeah so yeah so for me Dragon Ball Z but I'm open to whatever also do you like Team 4 Star the um, YouTube channel I've they take all they take all the old Dragon Ball Z episodes they keep the basic storyline but they uh-huh. re-edit it and re-voice them so they make it into a, like a comical kind of oh, okay, retelling cool. it's yep. really well done really like good. really good production values it's a, for me, it's almost ruined Dragon Ball Z because <laughs> I think it's more entertaining. Right. I was just thinking, actually, because we just did an episode on Transformers and like the old Transformers more cartoon episodes. Isn't eye. it amazing? Like when you you look back at like an old Japanese animation series like Robotech or whatever. Yeah. So much better. Oh yeah. Same era. Yeah, yeah. Why were the Why were the Japanese stuff so much better? Why is the American stuff so terrible? Couldn't tell you. Yeah. Money. Discipline, probably. Discipline. Karate. Honor. Yeah, honor. Definitely. Those things. <laughs> sure. Mm. Thanks, Jonathan. Yeah, yeah. Ghost Good in luck. the Shell. If you haven't seen that. Huh? I mean, there, there was a series, there was a uh, series, Standalone Complex, which yeah. came out a few years later. Mm. I don't think it was quite as good as the film, but there okay. you go. Yeah. How many episodes? Eight. I'll make this easy for you. How many minutes if you added them all up? Oh, eight. <laughs> Great. Yep. Yeah, yeah. He I'm said, probably going to think of 10 more anime series that I really enjoy as soon as this episode's over. That's fine. Yeah. We can talk about it next week or edit them in or whatever. Yeah. He says, uh, this is from the official non-Mexican Ricardo Montalban. Oh. Uh, okay, he says... I like the sound of that. Yeah. In our X-Men commentary, I don't remember doing this, but apparently I said, I don't... Uh, even then, I don't think Wrath of Khan is that good. You did say that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely did. <laughs> Look, he's right then. I did say that. That's probably an unfair thing to say, which I said just flippantly. I'd say, like, but you look at, like, Wrath of Khan and Empire Strikes Back, which is better? 
Yeah, but they're different things. Like, I yeah, I know, you're Wrath right. Wrath of Khan yeah, yeah. is more like... If you like slow space battles, it's more like where a, you outwit yeah. the enemy by going down and then coming up behind it's them. It's more like a submarine war game. It is. it is. But I think Wrath of Khan changed that. It is quite slow, but those action sequences, they changed the way we see space battles because yeah. they were using all three dimensions. Yeah. Like, up until that point... It was the matrix of really slow space battles because essentially before that it was just two. It'd just be two spaceships just coming at each other very slowly, and just shooting. <laughs> exactly. But then you know we realize we've got so many dimensions. Like if you look at them, like you know the new the Star Trek reboots. Yeah. There's stuff coming from all over the place. Too many stuffs. And, yeah, I know, right? Too many lens flares, certainly. <laughs> but that's you know because we realized that we could operate in that many dimensions. Cool. Yeah. Fair enough. So shut up about Star Trek Two. <laughs> Save so your hate for Star Trek Five. Fair point. Yeah, which I haven't seen. It's the worst one. He says you regret this, James. I should read this thread out. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's only yeah. polite, and especially if you come up missing. Yeah, that's right. Week, so we'll know who to who to call. I'll chase you around the moons of Nibia and round the Antares Maelstrom and round Perdition Flames. I'm butchering all those, aren't I? That's all right. We can just we can just play the clip the clip from Star Trek Two. Good it's point. Fine. Before <laughs> I give it up to the last, I'll grapple with thee from Hell's heart. I stab at thee for hate's sake. I spit my last breath at thee. Can is he I, dying? Can I take this one? Spit his... Can sure. I... Can I... Sure. Khan! <laughs> Khan! It's weird that he does yell that because in that in that sequence, Kirk knows the way out. He knows he's, he's tricked he's, him. He's, he's, he's tricked him already, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, Khan can't hear him. Yeah. <laughs> he just wanted to yell Khan. Also, can I just... Still a good film, I enjoy it. Yeah, sure. You're right. Mm. He also says... Um, as I said, he's the official non-Mexican Ricardo Montalban of the Weekly Planet podcast, but I would argue that Benedict Cumberbatch is the official non-Mexican <laughs> Ricardo Montalban. Well, has has Cumberbatch emailed? He hasn't emailed it, you're so right. So he loses out, doesn't you're he? You're right. Yeah. Thanks, Khan. I'm sorry I said that thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I am wrong. I am wrong. For once. Oh. <laughs> Big call, but all right. Wade Reese, the official David Hasselhoff, he's written it and he says, I know you have a rule about only having Shia LaBeouf news or Batman vs. Superman news in one episode, but what if they're the same? What if Shia LaBeouf is cast or he shows up on sets on the set and acts like a maniac or something? What would you guys do? That's oh, a really good question. I've got, I've got my answer here. Okay, go ahead. I had time Shoot. to think about this. Yeah, absolutely. I said we'd quit and we'd throw all the recording equipment into a landfill. You know, like they did with the ET cartridges. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah, we could steamroll over them. That's actually, I'm actually looking forward to it because I haven't used a steamroller before. Oh, good. So. Did you say you have? No, I haven't. Oh, man. Yeah. I thought you had a really good steamroller story to tell. <laughs> That's annoying. No, sir. Yeah, so, I don't know. I would love that, though. That I'd break the rule for that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, we've yeah. broken it before. But... I mean, we don't, yeah. I mean, it's, we don't really have any, but there's no rules here, man. But I feel. We could that that would be an additional category. Yeah, I think in addition to, we could have a Man of Steel. We could have Batman versus Superman news or Shia LaBeouf news plus Shia LaBeouf crashes the set of <laughs> Batman versus Superman news. Like, Demands yeah. to be Robin. Correct. Yeah. Uh, this is from Robert Mason. He says, "My mom. I'm gonna say mum. I haven't said it before. Please, I, have please feel, do. I can't no, say. Weird. Weird. My mum loves two things: superhero movies and. I thought she was gonna say us. <laughs> no." Okay. Superhero movies and frogs. Not real frogs, though. Real frogs creep her out. But she loves frogs in any other medium. Anyways, I want to get my mum a present, and I want to get her a Frog Thor comic, but I have no clue what a good Frog Thor comic is. Any thoughts? Isn't there just the one? It's just the one, surely. I'm going to look up Frog Thor. If there's more than one, that's going to be weird. 
Because he got he got turned into a, a, a frog magic. Oh, yeah. oh, actually, no, no. Or was there one? That I think there was a frog. That got the powers and it of touched God. A, a fragment of Mjolnir. Yeah, the, the magic hammer, and then it became. Was that in that? Was that in that Avengers universe where Captain America and and whatever? Yeah, they all teamed up. There's like pet the, the pet Avengers. Pet Avengers. Yeah, yeah. Throg. 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 So you're going to recommend Throg? Look. I don't know if this mom is a real mom or not, or he just wanted us to talk about Throg, but we're talking about Throg, aren't we? Yes, we are. Uh, what can you tell us about Throg? I mean, you said some on. stuff already. Hang on, wait. Actually, no, he was a man. Uh, yeah, he was, a, he was a college football player. He was injured during a game. He'd never play again. Uh, he, he was cursed and he was turned into a frog. Uh, By who? Uh, like Loki sort of, or something? No, some sort of mystic. Okay. Mystic type. Anyway, et cetera, et cetera. He became, he became Throg. Frog of Thunder. Anyway. Check it out. Anyway, there they are with the Pet Avengers. Um, Check it out, Robert's mum. Yeah, totally. Pet and Avengers. Ha- and happy birthday, Robert's Lockjaw. Mom. Yeah. That dragon that Kitty Pride's always hanging out with, his name I can't remember. Draglo. No. Drag Race. No. Drag Me to Hell. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> She's always hanging out with a DVD copy of Drag Me to Hell. <laughs> Thanks, Robert. Yep. Well, I wish your mum a happy birthday for us, from us. Yeah, happy birthday. And if you want us to sign a copy of it, probably don't worry about it. Yeah, that'd take a long <laughs> time. Take it. a real long time. Yeah. yeah. All right, last letter for the week, Mason. Okay, I'm ready. And then we got to go. Okay. S. Potter, female nerd of the podcast, official. Cool. She has an ane- anecdote, so I'm going to read this to you. I'm ready. <laughs> okay. Are we involved? Did we meet no. at some point? Years ago, while at Six Flags, now that's like, theme for park. those who don't know, including me, it's like a big theme park, isn't yeah. it? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, years ago, while at Six Flags Magic Mountain, the rest of my family, except me... I think that's the best one. Oh, is it? Six Flags and Magic Mountain. Okay. I think it's the best one. Yeah. Good, good. Yeah. Um, the rest of my family, except me, because I didn't want to stop riding roller coasters. Lockheed co- is the name of the dragon. What? Continue. Lockheed. 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 Yes. You ever read Lock and Key? Yeah, I hear it's good. Yeah, it's really good. Anyway. Yeah. Um, sorry. Years ago, while at Six Flags Magic Mountain... The best, the best one. one. Yep. <laughs> the rest of my family, except me because I didn't want to stop riding roller coasters, went to see the Batman live show they had. Oh, stunt show. I know, right? Apparently the show started and Batman came down on a zip line and crashed to the ground, ending the show just started. That's... <laughs> oh. Oh. Uh, she says, see, I, have, I clearly made the correct decision. I would argue that is the wrong decision. That is decision. definitely the wrong decision. <laughs> Look, I hate rides. I'm not a ride guy. I hate them. I hated them when I was a kid. I love them now. Except anything that spins. Right. Can't handle that. Yeah, too old. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah, look, it's fine. You should believe whatever you want. But I would definitely have much rather have seen... I mean, if it was going to happen anyway, there's no way for us to stop it. I feel bad that that guy probably injured himself quite (laughs) severely. He's probably dead. But (laughs) look, that was going to happen regardless of whether you were there or not. Probably should have seen it. Yeah. Yeah. If anybody, including you, S. Potter, has a copy of that on tape... Yep, we'd like to see put it. Put it on YouTube. Yeah, definitely. I need... Unless it's already on YouTube. Oh, maybe. It's from maybe. the mid-90s, though. Who knows? No, but all people run on that thing like yeah. old old handy cam footage all the time. Put yeah, it on yeah, YouTube. you're right. All right. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it happens every week. <laughs> That's the show? It's the show. <laughs> it's the Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark of, yep. of Batman live shows. Yeah, yeah. I, when I was a kid, I went to Movie World. We have... Uh, for those that don't know, we have at Queensland, there's a whole lot of theme parks. Air quotes, Hollywood on the gold. Yeah, coast. that's what they call it. Um, there wasn't a lot of stuff there when I was a kid. There was more stuff now. They've had like the Lethal Weapon ride, do you oh, remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they had a Batman. Hang on, the Lethal Weapon ride was just, you, you It go was a off. roller coaster. Yeah, and there was one, I think there was one and it was just like. I think you're thinking of the Tower of Terror. Right, but there was one and it was themed like an action movie. It was just, 
you go up like on like an elevator thing in a, in like a like a plane seat and then they just drop you and like an like, action movie yeah yeah like in lethal weapon yeah <laughs> But yeah, they had the Batman ride there uh-huh, where sure. you go into the Batcave and there's Batman and he's talking to Alfred. It's the Tim Burton Batman Returns. Yep. And then you go into a room that tilts and you're watching a screen uh-huh. and it goes for like three minutes. And it was really awesome but disappointing because it went for like three minutes. But they, they had a Police Academy live show. The Police which, Academy stunt show. You've I seen it, that. right? It's, it was there for how many years? Forever. 60 those, years. I never went, but the, those ads went for de- like a decade. Probably. Easily. Do you remember the, the most... Long after The Shine came off. <laughs> Police Academy. Yeah, surely. exactly. Yeah. But um, do you remember the bit from the ad, which is the most important bit from that? There's an explosion and people dive, dove away from the explosion. <laughs> do you remember the car flip? Yeah, okay, I remember the car flip. Okay, well, yeah. Anyway, there's a very famous car flip, well, famous, <laughs> where it explodes and the, the car's on a crate, on like a on, a, on like an a jack. arm. Yep. Yeah, and it flips. And I'm like, this is what I'm here for. So oh. there's wacky comedy and they take a guy from the audience but he's clearly part of the show and he's getting run over and it's jokes uh-huh. and whatever. And then the car explodes and I'm like, this is it. And it didn't move. Wow. I should have been riding rides. Absolutely. Not S. Potter. That's Correct. what I'm saying. We both made the wrong choices. Yeah. That's right. Oh man. It's so, disappointing yeah. for everyone. I mean, it, uh, presumably though, it's still going so I could just go back. Yeah, absolutely. That'll see. never end. That'll never... Do you think the... So the Police Academy stunt show didn't start... Like, it didn't end with stunts, but it began with, like, raunchy sex stuff, because that's how the Police Academy <laughs> franchise right, yeah. began. Yeah. Do you reckon that was a time... Look, I, once the... saw, I once saw a showing of the Phantom of the Opera, and they didn't drop the chandelier for safety reasons. But that's the point of the I Phantom know, right? of the Opera. I know, So right? what happened when also, Intermission one time hits? I went one time I went to Euro Disney, and they had a Star Wars kind of ride thing, and all the characters were speaking in French. And I didn't appreciate it. <laughs> like C-3PO all talking in French. <laughs> It's all civil ugh, play. Yeah, ugh. Leb, Falcon. Ugh. What a joke. Was he wearing yeah. a little beret? You know he was. I knew he was. Yeah. I just wanted to hear it. Yeah. So, nice. yeah. Well, Mason, have you got any more theme park stories? That's about it, really. They had a Gremlins experience, which was quite interesting. Uh-huh. Did, the Grim- did you ever go to Movie World Hollywood on the Gold no, Coast? No, I never did. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're going to go, probably don't. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> I met mean, Batman. That was cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Mid-90s. Man, what a mm, time. Yeah. Uh, thank you to the Brute and the Basilisk for the themes. Absolutely. Thank you, Love them. Mm. Love them. I do put them in every week, Mason. You probably don't realize. Like, like, I could not be doing them. You don't know. Who knows? <laughs> you may never release these. I never download them. So That's who's to true. say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just making up emails all week. Um, yeah, check out my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Mr. Sunday Movies, if you want to see that. Plan the Apes review, and then Superman suit one, and something about Transformers, whatever. Who cares? <laughs> I consider- A lot of comments telling you to stop talking about Transformers. <laughs> we get the message. We don't want to talk about Transformers either. I wasn't going to, do I? But then you talked about the statutory scene from Transformers, oh, yeah. and I wanted to put that in a video. So I built a video around. Fantastic. So I could put that section uh-huh. in. So, yeah. So in I many ways, it. this is my fault. Yeah, sure. Great. But, yeah. I said I wasn't going to do another Transformers one, but I did it. I'm alive. Life's funny sometimes, isn't it? Sure is. Yeah. Where can they reach you, Mason? They can find me at Wikipedia Brown on Twitter. Sure. Mm. I told you this before the show, but people loved the uh, ending to the last episode. Well, I got nothing this week, so yes. we can't. We can't even try. You don't. That'd be like a Planet of the Apes sequel, just less effort put in. Yep. Less poor costumes. Low budget. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you can find me at Mr Sunday Movies on Twitter and Facebook and uh, YouTube. Yep. Also, I want to watch Mojo List, apparently. I should have mentioned that. There's oh, a yeah. top 10 YouTube critics, and I'm like number 19. First, I'm not a YouTube critic. I'm barely 
this. You're very critical of YouTube. <laughs> yes, that's their true. poor handling of you. That's right. Yeah. But yeah, if you want to go, you know, Google top 10, whatever, you can vote and apparently they'll make a video of the top 10. I doubt I'll get in it. The only reason I'd get in is because not enough people know me to downvote me. Right. That's the only reason I'd get in. Uh-huh. But yeah, I doubt that's going to happen. What stranger things have happened. They have. But thank you to whoever put me on there and whoever's been voting. Yeah. 200 something thumbs up. No need to thank me. You're very welcome. <laughs> but if we did... Staying at home, just clicking all day. If we did get on that right, uh, it's not the be all and end or who cares. But uh-huh. that would help this particular show. And we'd sell out. And that's the dream. That is the dream, absolutely. <laughs> sell out to the highest bidder. Or any bidder, ultimately. Yes, Yeah. exactly. Uh, you can find us also at mm. weeklyplanetpod at Gmail, Twitter, Facebook. That's right, mm. exactly. Yeah. And, you know, check out the first class thing or don't. We're hoping to get another commentary out soon. We're not going to say when or what it is because people will harass us <laughs> until we do it. Yeah. We're hoping to. We don't like being cyberbullied, guys. <laughs> so we'll try, won't we, Mason? Yes. We will. Yeah. And people love the Shia LaBeouf song as well. Oh yeah, yeah, the actual cannibal show, Lebeau. Yeah, it's pretty that's great. good fun. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, you know what? I'm I'm gonna mention who sung that because I feel bad that I didn't mention the name of the guy. Uh-huh. So I'm gonna quickly Google it. Okay. Yeah. Someone wrote, said on Twitter to me. They said, "Listen, how many times have people asked you about the um actual cannibal show, Lebeau?" Yeah, and nobody has actually brought it up before. Like it's just something that I knew that I just neglected to mention, uh-huh. but nobody had mentioned it. Uh, music uh by musician Rob Cantor. Oh, he does that thing at the moment where he does like 29 impressions in one. In one song, and oh, he does like, and, okay. it's, and it's really he's got he's got some skills. That go. guy, there mm. you go. Yeah, actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf. All right, that's the show, Mason. Got anything else? That's it. Just get out there, guys. Get out there, embrace it, whatever it is. Big time. Yeah. Fun of the apes. Fun of the apes. <laughs> okay, bye. bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.